Last week, you met some of your classmates and demonstrated readiness for this online course. Now, you are ready to get to work. Remember, you are trying to complete what is normally a 16-week course in just eight weeks. So now that we are in a first full week of the course, you'll get a much better understanding of just how much work you need to complete each week. Remember, in this eight-week version of the course, you can expect to have at minimum six hours of work each week. Most weeks, you'll have more like 10 to 12 hours of work. I have done my best to space that work out so that you have about an hour or so of work to complete each day of the week. Now it is your responsibility to stay on track and use the weekly list of assignments as a checklist. Don't let approaching deadlines come as a surprise. This is also an extremely important week, folks, because it requires you to establish goals in this class that will prepare you for the weeks to come. Setting goals may sound like an easy task, but the process is far more complicated than many recognize. Fear not, this week's readings and lessons are intended to help you plan for success in this course and introduce you to foundational concepts required of students in college writing courses. As we noted last week, each week's podcast will include some specific tips to help you navigate the week successfully. So here's an important tip. When you write your SMART goal for this week's discussion board, don't write that your goal is to earn a certain grade in this class. Instead, really consider the information in the SMART goals video tutorial and make sure that each of your goals is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. Also, try to make your SMART goal related to a specific writing goal. For example, have you struggled to write effective thesis statements in the past? Are you someone who waits until the night before to write a major essay? Do you find writing introductions challenging? Think about the specific challenges you've had in previous English courses and come up with two or three SMART goals that address those challenges. So why do we ask you to reflect on your previous writing struggles and create an action plan for the future? Well, we want you to think about what you can do in this course to ensure your success. All too often, we hear from students that they just don't like English classes or that they're terrible writers. Our argument is that nobody becomes a good writer magically. Being able to write well, especially in an academic setting, is a specific skill that can be learned. So while you may certainly enjoy solving a math problem more than writing a paragraph, both are specific skills that can be learned through trial and error, through practice. Thus, we want you to consider what you can do this semester to work on specific writing skills so that you can stop saying, I'm just a bad writer, and start saying, I can write an academic essay. We also want you to spend some time this week learning about the writing process. I'm sure many English teachers in previous classes have harped on you about the writing process and told you that good writing can't be produced in one late night session. But this week's lesson and quiz on the writing process breaks down each stage in greater detail than you may have previously learned about. The hope is that you will use these stages of the writing process through Unit 1 to help you successfully complete the first major writing assignment of the semester, which you will also learn about this week. In addition, you'll spend some time considering the phrase college-level writing. For most of you, English 111 is your first college writing class, and I'm guessing that you're a little nervous about your ability to produce college-level writing. So in this week's lesson, what is college writing? 
We provide a video and a reading assignment to help you understand your faculty's expectations. Please don't skip over any of this material because you'll have to answer a question about the video and the reading in one of this week's discussion boards. In addition, you will learn about your first major writing assignment for the semester, the Summary Analysis Essay. This first essay is worth 15% of your overall course grade, and you may be a little nervous about it since for most students, this will be your first major writing assignment in college. However, fear not. You will be provided with every tool necessary to succeed on this assignment. This week, we will focus on the steps to writing a successful summary. Luckily for you, those steps are carefully described on pages 15 to 18 of your English 111 Wake Tech Reader in the selection called The Art of Summary in Academic Writing. The basic goal of a summary is to walk your readers through the main ideas of a reading step-by-step step so that your summary can act in place of the original article. You'll read all about how to write a summary as part of one of this week's reading assignments. However, I did want to offer you one very important tip for summary writing in this podcast. When you write your summary, don't look at the original text as you are trying to summarize it. Instead, Read a paragraph or two of the article, close your book, and write a few sentences describing in your own words what you just read. Writing your summary with your book closed will ensure that you write the summary in your own words. If you keep the book open, you will unintentionally mirror the exact sentence structure and phrases of the original text. This kind of close mirroring is plagiarism, unintentional or not. Therefore, the most important tip to remember when it comes to summary writing is simple. Don't look at the original article as you attempt to write your summary. Next week, we will focus on the steps to writing a successful analysis. To write your analysis paragraphs, you'll need to consider the author's purpose, the intended audience, the author's tone and style, use of evidence, etc. Thus, be on the lookout for next week's lesson and practice assignment on writing an analysis. Here's our last tip for the week. Before the end of this week, you are also required to register for Launchpad and ensure your computer settings are compatible with this digital product. If you can't afford to purchase your textbook with the Launchpad access code, make use of Launchpad's free trial option so that you can get yourself registered and earn 10 points on the quiz grade you get just for registering. Finally, if you have any questions or concerns about Launchpad, Please be proactive and contact your instructor right away. Have a great week, everyone.